Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to Raw Babes 101. We have a very exciting guest. I am going to do a quick little introduction, and then we're going to dive deep all the way into the universe. <laughs> Just kidding. All the way. Yes. Okay. Welcome to the show, Ravi. Ravi is a poet, a truth seeker, and a spiritual freedom fighter. Ravi has a book called Red Pill Rhymes, A Poetical Awakening, which just even that, A Poetical Awakening, that's such a good freaking title on there. Okay, I'm going to read this cool little thing about his incredible book. Red Pill Rhymes is a collection of poems and rhyming stories that takes the reader down a journey through the inner workings of the mind and soul, eventually arriving at a truth and awakening about themselves and the world. It is the shedding of identity and a self-realization of how to overcome challenges while blowing the lid off our own perceived realities. Very honest in its tone, Red Pill Rhymes touches upon topics such as anxiety, trauma, spirituality, politics, creativity, government, media, and much more. It ultimately asks the reader one key question. Are you awake? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Order your copy today. Link is below. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Welcome, you. Welcome, Ravi. Thank you. Welcome. So good to be here. I can just feel the energy and vibes already. I love it. I can feel it. It's so it's cool. Not the mushrooms, is it? Is it the mushrooms? No, nothing on me yet. I wish. No, we're good. Yeah. You feel my vibe then. Yeah, I'm feeling your vibe. Yeah. No, it's TT. great. Yeah, super excited to, to be here and chat with you and just have a conversation. Unscripted, raw. You know, I, I love that style, right? Those are the best, and those are the best podcasts, right? Those are the ones that give you the best, so the most um, listening pleasure and viewing pleasure is the ones that you're just, not so much the Q&As, it's more like, just let it go, right? Let so, it go. Pumped. This is it. It's, it's uh, being able to be authentic. And authenticity mm -hmm. is the hottest thing <laughs> you could be. Yes. Out of all yeah. the things, it's the yeah. hottest. <laughs> yeah, it's the hot commodity right now. That's right. Yeah. So we can hold yeah. that space and you feel comfortable enough to be yourself. We did our job. Yeah. Exactly. Living it. You gotta live it for sure. Yeah. yeah, I was just I was just telling Kristen that my room is an absolute mess. So this section is <laughs> this all you're gonna get because if I've turned this around, you would see a mass of typewriters that I've collected over the past couple. Can of you years. show us, please? Oh, uh, yeah, you're collecting that's, typewriters. Here's a couple. Yeah. Um. So here, I don't let's know just do it. Can. Come on, this is raw. We want the your mess. This is a non-judgment podcast. There's two right there. I don't know if you can see those two right oh my there. Gosh. Okay, and then there's one up there. Uh, right up here, up there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I probably have like eleven altogether in my house. What? Oh. Yeah, I just love, I've always loved typewriters, always fascinated with typewriters. And we used to have one back in the day at my parents' house. My, my dad would make me write out all the stuff that he needed done because he can't type and still can't type. So we bang away on a typewriter. Um, 
you know, and so, but then I just got fascinated with the old ones and I, I had a nice 1912 Underwood that's in my living room and I just been really fascinated with them. So, um, yeah. And 1912. 1912 Underwood. Yeah. Typewriter. Wow. And I have, yeah. I have to tell you something. Yeah. When I was a child, uh, I'm, I, there was a period of my life cause I was born in LA. I'm living in Canada now. And, uh, I moved when I was quite young, but I actually have memories of the time that I lived in Florida. And we just kind of, we were kind of all over the place. Um, and my grandma had a typewriter and I was playing on it and I have the scar right here, right there. Oh, no way. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I remember I was like, bam, 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 bam. And my finger got stuck in between and sliced it. Oh, like, oh my gosh. So I actually haven't had to tell that story almost ever. And oh. we prompted that. So what that the hell? Uh, it's like, yeah, redefine <laughs> having your finger on the pulse there. That's cool. Yeah. And I was about yeah. like maybe two, two and a half. And yeah. I remember that. Yeah. There's a a lot of these typewriters that I end up getting are from kids who inherited from their grandma or, uh, or grandparents who had and so it's so interesting when you go and pick them up and you hear the stories. And so oftentimes the story is, at least three of my typewriters have come from people who have fled um, like communist countries and were just, this is how they would, they would express or they were had a job as in, you know, in news or whatever newspapers. And this is how they would. And so now when I'm picking up these typewriters, it's just like, oh my God, this is like, I'm, I'm following in the footsteps in a way, even though I'm not yeah. using them, but it's just really cool to have them here. And it just adds to, you know, who I am. And, you know, a few years ago, I, when, you know, I'm a teacher right now permanently uh, and I've been teaching for about 15 years altogether, but there was been, a, there's been a shift lately. And one of those shifts is, was like, <laughs> we talk about identify was I started to identify as a writer first when people ask me what I do and then just kind of say, Oh, but I also teach. And so I'm, I'm kind of changing. That's why I've got these typewriters around me, so surround me. So I know this is, this, this is, a, you know, this is who I am. This is yeah. my talent. This is my gift. And don't you forget it. And all these people <laughs> that have used, used these typewriters, you know, had gifts too. And yeah. so you, you have to, you know, you have to, you owe it to yourself to share this gift. And also I, I kind of want to learn how to use them. Awesome. So I can just like go around and bang out poems in these like old school typewriters. And it's so amazing because I've taken them to a few shows now and they come up to you, just people say, what is that? You know, kids will come up and say, what the, they have no idea. And then they just, they want to type on it. And they just kind of, it's interesting because it's so well, different than a keyboard. Who, who doesn't want to push people's buttons? Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ravi, <laughs> I, I got to add, um, I heard this thing and I thought it was so powerful and it was, we are selfish to think that our gifts are for us. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's mm -hmm. a good one. It's true. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been collecting typewriters? Uh, this is a recent, and there, I mean, I had one for like 10 years, but then I just thought, you know what? I kind of want it in every room. So I don't forget. <laughs> good for you. 
and now I have like, yeah, they're just hanging around and they, they all have like interesting stories too. I have specific ones, like one, um, yeah, just famous writers that would use that style. So I would read up, oh, like which writer used this or which writer used, which typewriter did they use? Okay. I want to make sure I get one of those in the house. So, um, yeah, I, I just, so cool. that, yeah, it's, it's very cool. So yeah. there's so many different styles and they each have the histories, but ultimately I want to, I want to learn how to write properly on it because when you write on a keyboard, you just do this, but on a typewriter, you really have to press. Yeah. And it's interesting because back then you didn't have whiteout. And so mm -hmm. you would be so intentional about what you were going to write before you actually hit the button. Whereas today you just bang away and you can just backspace out. But on a typewriter to avoid those mistakes, you really have, okay, what am I going to say first? And Good isn't that, is it, but isn't that like uh, an interesting ode to being mindful and present and what we should be now is like be really thoughtful in what we're doing. And mm -hmm. so sometimes the typewriter acts as that, like you have to really understand what you're going to write before you write it down and it, it it makes a difference in terms of writing so anyway I'm, I'm just like <laughs> you, you remind me of like when I started CrossFit I was like obsessed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know what I think it's like the 10 times rule um it well there's that but it's also really important to be obsessed with your work because yeah. there's so much passion that comes behind it and that's what you share with the world is that passion and people really feel that really feel that sure yeah when you wake up in the morning like what is it right and so yeah. i wake up in the morning and i just love from 5 a.m to about 7 i'm writing like wow. i'm thinking about my writing i'm writing because the the closest you can get to dream state which is like the ultimate creativity is like in your dreams right but the closest you can get is actually when you wake up and you guys probably know that um so it's not when you're falling asleep because then you're not gonna you're not gonna do anything you're gonna go to bed but when you wake up you're closest to dream state so i found in terms of creativity and what i write as soon as i get up get the pen start mm -hmm. writing and it's the craziest ideas you can come up with stuff that you just never really thought you you know I usually wake up with an idea. I usually wake up with a word or something. It doesn't have to be about the dream. I just wake up and just think something. I'm like, yep, this is what I'm writing about today. And and that's been yeah. a game changer. I know I'm, I'm going on in the process a bit, but before I used to do a laptop and, you know, the, the screens in the morning, it's just not, it's not yeah. conducive to creativity. But as soon as I switched to pen and paper, which was about a year and a half ago, two years, my God, it's the best. You're just, Old Kristen school. can resonate. She writes a lot, a lot, a lot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I invested in a good pen to like make it more meaningful. Good paper. That's what yeah. else is on the floor. I wish I could show you that too. <laughs> Literally like 25 notebooks. Just Dope. like it's ready like to that. be. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, let's share a little bit more about you, your story, your background, and then you guys wait because Ravi's going to spit out some rhymes and poetry, but it's completely different and unique than what you could have ever imagined. So stay tuned and hold on because he's going to give us a little show. Not All right. Spot. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, my story, you know, like everybody else, where starts when you're a kid, and I just kind of fell in love with with words and writing. Um, I would probably argue that it was because I was grounded so much and <laughs> sent to my room, and um, I wasn't really a big fan of reading. Uh, and you know, back then, the only thing you could really read, or what I was told to read, was just. Um, you know, encyclopedia. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> it got boring after a while. You ask your te your kid, your kids in your class, what an what the fuck? And yeah. an encyclopedia is, they're gonna be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so it's so funny. Like back oh. in the day, I could like, and there were American encyclopedias. So it's so funny because I could like, I could rip off, or rip off. Sorry, lots of stuff about states and all I do all the states and stuff it's like who, what do you anyway so because I, I would just read these things over and over because I didn't really have anything to read but my dad would say just go read you know you know read but eventually I just started smuggling some line paper <laughs> and um and uh yeah I just started writing writing words usually like little stories and things that's where I guess it would start where it started and my love for words and you know, sometimes I would, and I still do this to this day. I sometimes I would take the dictionary and just like find a word and like, okay, what's this? What's this word mean? Okay, cool. Can I use this in a little or a part of a story or a poem or something? Um, so that's kind of how it started. But yeah, I know a few uh, people have done that in my life. Yeah, it's yeah, it's I love fun. that. Yeah, you learn new words every day. That was the motto. It's like bring to school a new word every day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, and and, uh, and so, it's, but typical, like, you know, Canadian growing up, I love road hockey and, and hanging out with the boys and, and, and doing all those things and mischievous things growing up and getting into high school and, you know, and then eventually you, you kind of run into some trouble and, and everybody's got interesting, unique situations that they would consider trouble, um, whatever we define as that. But, you know, as we know, when we get older, that's just life experience. It's not necessarily trouble, but, you know, and um, so it, it was a whirlwind. I, you know, I went to university and I got kicked out. <laughs> oh, my God. I got kicked You're out. a rebel. Yeah. Why'd you get kicked out? Come on. So I got kicked out. So it was so funny because I... I thought I was good at economics, but I, I clearly wasn't. So I, 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 my, my major was economics and I bombed 101, 102, like bomb, fail. And then, you know, I got a warning like, hey, you got one more semester here or else you're out of here. And I bombed that one. And they're like, hey, you're out of here. But I just got back in a little bit of a technicality, thankfully, and turned my life around to just at least graduate and, and reassess what I really wanted to do, which was I wanted to teach because I had volunteered and I love the creativity in, in lesson plans because I was volunteering my old school and it was so fun to create lessons. And so, yeah, I thought this was a, an opportunity and, and yeah, I, I became a teacher and I've taught all grades from grade two all the way to grade seven. And um, currently your favorite? grade four and five are the best, be, the best. And so I'm, I'm teaching four or five. I've taught four or five for about five years now, six years, I don't leave. I don't want to leave. That's the best grade. Oh, and yeah. why is that? I was going to say because, Yeah, they they have some level of independence, some decent conversations at that age, but also they're not into, you know, puberty and all that stuff as you, you know, getting into that, which I've taught in grade seven and it's a whole other type of personality. <laughs> and 
it is fun to teach those uh, kids too, but uh, I, I really enjoy this this grade. They're very impressionable and and they they have some interesting questions for sure. So yeah, and then I, I taught and and then um, you know the world just kind of went upside down a few years ago. And I guess before that, I'd always kind of had some underlying questions about my own existence and my own, um, the meaning of what, the purpose of, of why I was here. And, and I've had some issues with health, I guess you could say, mental health um, that brought me to my knees. And, and that was just kind of uh, clues that I never really listened to. I talked about this on stage at the, the summit. It's just, you don't listen to them. You just kind of ignore them. And then eventually, you know, they really, you know, the universe just sits you down in their own way. And we've all have so many of those stories and we've heard those stories and mine's no different. It's not unique. It's just uniquely mine. And, you know, I wasn't writing, I wasn't taking care of my health. I was, you know, not overly drinking, but partying way too much. And it's it just, you know, things didn't feel right, but you, you try to make shifts and, but things get better, so to speak, and you kind of ignore it. And eventually it just wore thin and I wasn't sleeping very well. Like when I mean not well, like zero. And wow. uh, it just, I, I talked about that on stage two that I, I, I still can't believe it to this day that I lost so much weight for, for somebody. I was like I, normally around 155 and I'd, I'd be down to like 113 or something. It was, it was really bad. Like I looked really skeletory like skeleton like and 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 that's when people started asking questions like hey man are you okay like mm -hmm. like what's going on and you know thankfully opening up really helped to kind of take some time off and anyway ultimately uh you you end up taking some time off and reassessing and my house was completely charted up i charted my entire life on my truck because i really wanted to take control of it i was reading crazy amounts of books and but really, ultimately, what 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 life was telling me to do was go go back home, and what what that meant was go back to your gift, and that was writing. And so, uh, of course, I did other things. I you know I traveled a bit more, and you know tried to really take control of my health with functional medicine. Um, so that's why so much of our our crew um, it resonates with me because of of that kind of. Um, aspect of health is just the ownership of that but ultimately what helped me a lot too was getting back to what I really enjoyed and that was writing and and ever since then yeah it's been a it's been a joy life's been a joy and, and mm. things have been, it's been amazing I, I just can't so that's why I'm so grateful to be here like grateful to have been on stage um over there and that in in Alberta and and yeah it's just yeah that's where I'm at right now <laughs> And, you know, I didn't even put speaker, but we need to add that to your Instagram too, is speaker. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was so nervous. So <laughs> I was so nervous. I was telling Kristen, like oh. before we started, I was so nervous. I got um, some great help from a few uh, people at the event to just kind of settle me down and ground me. But to go on stage in front of so many titans of of wellness and freedom it was it was like a big big step for me but I knew I had to do it and because 
you know, as much as a poet or a writer will say they don't really care if people read their writing. I mean, it's it's just not true. Like we we really do want people to read it, and ultimately, a poet should be able to read their own work in the manner that they wrote it. And and if you can't speak, you know, to other people, well, you got to work on it because it's a gift, and you need to express it. And and sometimes the words itself. Don't do it justice, I suppose. And this is evident because people have messaged me and said, you know, I gave, you know, my my book to my husband or a friend and they they didn't get some of the words. But then when you started, when I started doing my audio reels, mm -hmm. they really understood my tone um, mm -hmm. of how it's supposed to be read. And, and so the stage part was just another aspect of me trying to share how it's supposed to be read. And, and I think people are, are really embracing the auditory way of learning. And, and so when they hear this, it was just, I just couldn't believe that it resonated with so many people and people were laughing and I'm glad my jokes were funny because I just worked on them the night before. I had it was nothing. so good. <laughs> I had nothing because I didn't know what to expect. And everybody, everybody's presentation and stage present was like, Oh my God, this is, a, this is like super professional. Like this looks like a TEDx, like, Oh my God. So except you got glad. to swear. Everybody yes. was aware that's like the best part. <laughs> oh my gosh. But thankfully everybody's such a you know, yeah, wonderful, caring people and understanding. And but thank God it was the last day because I had like a few days to kind of like think about this stuff and you know, came up with some jokes and 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 understood what I had to read. It was yeah, what an experience. Thank you, yeah, for saying that speaker sounds weird but i'm down accept yes. it. it and start to believe you said can't believe but now it's like i believe we got to bridge that gap that i am that i am that yeah. we were talking about like yeah yeah I, well i guess the... i am uh, when i say that i'm just flabbergasted right i'm just yeah. because i i you know applied to to be a speaker again and and i just found out that i am speaking Woo! again congratulations oh and i can't wait I'm excited to um, do a, a presence in a, a kind of a in a different way this time. So I'm pretty pumped about it. Cool. Uh, I don't want to say too much about it, but let's just say <laughs> it's going to be more um, of an experience uh, as opposed cool. to just as opposed to just me speaking. So I'm, I'm kind of pumped. Yeah, about that's leveling up, brother. Yeah. Um, can we talk about? real quick going back to uh your story when where you were before versus now and that contrast and I want to bring attention to it because it's a perfect example of what happens when we're not understanding or living in our purpose we get mm -hmm. quite lost in this metric world there's so much going on and there's we say this time and time again we're so far removed from our roots and what brings calm, what lowers stress levels. If anything, we're living in a culture that it heightens everything and we're being led to not knowing who the fuck we are. So how mm. the fuck are we going to find a purpose? We're not clear enough. We're not, we're not practicing that enough. It's been taken away. It's been replaced with media uh, expectations. We did this through magazines back in the day. Like remember Calvin yeah. Klein? Like yeah. that was the way women were supposed to look. Like in Cosmopolitan. Yes, like how to 
uh, how to, no, was it how to date a guy five different ways? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, uh, and I like what you said there. Like, it's kind of distracts from your purpose. It's like, it, well, purpose is now being replaced with pleasure, isn't it? So it's like all yeah. about pleasure now. And then what happens is our brain, our brain, I think, just, and our soul kind of gets confused. We, we think, well, if it makes us feel good, then I guess that's our purpose. Now, I don't think anyone would be naive enough to say, oh, yeah, clubbing and partying like a crazy maniac is my purpose. I don't think I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is it 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 directly detracts and distracts from what we're supposed to be doing. And because it's pleasurable, there's no need. There's no necessary desire to find that purpose, even though it's within you. It is within you because you you're, there, buddy. That's, you're constantly agree. bombarded yeah. with pleasures from, and this happened years. I mean, it's been happening for years, obviously. It's not just a new thing, right? We didn't have social media as much back then, but it would have been, you know, things like booze and partying and, uh, you know, you know, other vices, drugs, whatever it may be. Um, now it's just more prevalent because of social media for sure. And the fact that we're holding our device so so long throughout the day, and now it's just another another distraction from what our purpose is. And so I I, I love the the universe. The universe is is just the ultimate. And so even if you're lost, eventually you will find it. And we can talk about how you need to make shifts or stuff. But ultimately. It comes down to the per person who's willing to do that, right? right? And and they're not willing to do that until probably something bad happens. And that bad may be something with the family or another loved one or a breakup, heartbreak, usually a job loss, something massive, financial. Usually that's, what's, that's what pushes people over to look inside themselves to find it. And now what also happens is with the lost souls is that they they will veer outward to try to find something else for that mm -hmm. to compensate for that loss. That's the sad part. Yeah. And so if if we can if we can um let people know that it, it is in here, everyone has it, that even when things shitty things happen. Ultimately, all answers are in here and with mm -hmm. God, I suppose. And like, you're just, you're a vessel. And I'm just pumped to, that's why I wrote the book. I mean, there's also other reasons, but the the larger message is that. The larger mm -hmm. message is that for the for the book. I want people to read it and, and yes, feel the pain um, and that rough ride that we all go through eventually but also it's a message of hope that you actually have it. You have it in you. Yeah, that's right. Bring it home, baby. Oh, love it. and so going to that summit and seeing all these people bringing it home in different ways, mm. that was the best. And the stories were the same. Didn't you? I felt like it was the same. It was like, I was actually kind of worried that people were going to think I was plagiarizing the story. Like, <laughs> Ray, I was very worried. Like, well, well, I got the same story. Uh, life turned its, me upside down. It was shit. I didn't want to live all this stuff. And now here I am. Um, but that's how it works. And it that's was how it works. amazing how so many different 
people in various fields were doing their purpose, right? So it wasn't just one thing. It was, we had all sorts of people there doing different things. And, and that was, that was an amazing and, and poetry for me was, it's just my thing. It's just my thing. That's all. That is yeah. right. It's yeah. very well. <laughs> and your frequency and your codes and they're getting into people's homes. So your gift is so massive. And I don't even think you even realize that how many homes, you know, you're going to be in and washrooms and things, you know, when people have those moments to just escape and then you just drop all these codes, it's badass. And wait until you guys hear his poems. Like your poems are just something else. Thank you so much. And that's why I, I really want to get back, uh, get into more of the, the sound. We talk about frequency, the sound of it. So I've been posting poetry now on Instagram for about four or five years, really attacking it for the past three years. But only recently have, have I started to do the spoken, the spoken word of it over top of some music and whatnot. But that really hits people. And so we talk about, you talk about, well, my words are now, these codes are going to be landing in different people. Well, it's just even more so when I do it with sound too. Um, so it's pretty sweet that, you know, a post, for instance, people, you know, will share it and, and, and love it and comment. And I love that. I'm so thankful for that. But when you see the difference when I post the audio and people, it's like 10x. You yeah. mean the audio of you uh, reading it or speaking? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Over just like that's how I read. That's with, how I with, do things. I don't. Yeah. I've always struggled with reading, like for a while. Like it's hard, it's hard for me to get through a book. So since Audible, I have literally. I'm about. I'm gonna do a reel on it and how many books I've fucking have read. Like it's yeah. literally what brought me here, and it makes it so that my my message sounds poetic because mm. I'm so passionate about it. I know so much about it that I can speak with confidence. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. And Ravi, well, first thing, I am excited that you're doing this because I'm definitely going to recreate your poetry and do a reel to it for sure. Not even a question. And I know Tiffany and I will too <laughs> with Raw Babes as well. Um, But can you, it's maybe it's time for you to put the red pill rhymes into an audible. Is that, has that happened yet? Oh, great. Uh, great question. Uh, so the Kindle, I can, I mean, the Kindle I'm excited to uh, put out in, in November, um, probably right before the holidays. So that's the Kindle version. Uh, Cause a lot of people have been asking when do, when's the ebook come out? Um, and it's so funny that, uh, I really rushed, not rushed it, but sort of um, attack that part only recently because uh, Sarah, Sarah's partner, uh, Rob, Rob Swain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is um, he was out hunting and he said, "Dude, I want to read your book, but I can't flip the pages." Yeah. Um, and so he's like, "When when's the ebook coming out? Because I want to take it on me while I'm hunting, and I'm waiting." And I can just like tap the screen or scroll and read your poetry. And I was like, oh, that is so cool. Yeah, I never thought about that. But so the, the, yeah, the, the Kindle is coming out in November. And, but the audio, the audible portion, the audiobook, uh, I thought about it. And what I'm going to do is 
and you, you guys can hear it first, is that uh, I am actually working with a DJ and producer, and we are trying to, in the next month or two, come up with a cool 20-minute or 25-minute, maybe even 30, uh, album of perhaps the 10, 15 best poems or you know, poems that I feel would really resonate with people over top of ambient music uh, that will be released on Spotify. Um, and so, uh, so this is, uh, goes kind of hand in hand with what I'm hoping to come up with uh, before June uh, in Calgary, but um, that's, that's in the works. So it's not necessarily the audio book, but it is, I would say an, an album, uh, more like an album of of the top twenty or so poems, and uh, would that be considered? It wouldn't be considered an audible book then, or do you think you could get it on Audible? Uh, I I don't know. I I have not looked into putting it on Audible. Um, it's definitely something that I need to do though, because though you're not you guys when we talked about this before the show started, but you're not the only one who's sort of spoken to me about sound and frequency and how my voice is really something to uh, kind of get out there a little bit more and expand and, and, and utilize. So uh, these are all avenues that I'm looking at now. Uh, it's so funny because I have enough poetry to come up with another book easily, like easily. But what I'm finding in the years, the book's only a year old roughly. And what I'm finding is, I don't think I need to release another book right now. Um, so, did you see what just happened, <gasps> Tiff? That's crazy. This <laughs> often <laughs> the fact that we've got it recorded is so good. I think he needs to do the audible. <laughs> he... <sighs> okay, he's coming back, guys. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, Ravi, this is a sign. This is a sign. Oh, we, my God. We don't mess with this. Like, the universe just talked to you. Yeah. They just yeah. shut you down, and they're like, buddy, get rolling on all of it. <laughs> Can you guys still see me okay? No. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Oh, no, turn the other way. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. I got to remember to turn phone calls off. Sorry about that. Oh. Uh, just do not disturb. That's what I got to do. Yeah. Uh, so it's you guys can cut that out. You can cut that out if you can. But, no, um, we don't. We keep it all in. It's no, we're not cutting dang it. nothing. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, I've been getting a lot of feedback about sound. Um, no pun intended feedback there. And so I'm so excited to. Yeah, <laughs> so excited to do this part of it. So yeah, I'm pushing a new release. Like, like I'm not even thinking about it uh, because I really think uh, my book has like it's only scratched the surface in terms of getting out there. And, and, and so I'm I'm really honestly so excited to explore a year or so with sound and um. Yeah, lots of things in the work in that realm and space. So I'm pretty pumped about it. But yeah, I can tell you, I am going to be working on an album for it. And I'm so pumped because it, it's just, when after doing reels with music, it's 
you can just really make even more of an impact. Oh yeah, I agree. So, and it's yeah. just like hits hits you a different way. And the, my voice as well, I'm sort of like less self-conscious about it as more people tell me. Are you loving it more now? Yeah, because I was very yeah. worried about all my voice, my voice. Ugh. But when you, it's, it's just different than maybe conversation voice where you're kind of like, I don't sound, you know, <laughs> how many ums and ahs am I saying? And But when you're reading poetry, you know, it's just like writing for me. I'm in the zone. Yeah, And so I'm not saying I'm an Oz, I'm reading the work that I wrote and the way that I want people to hear it. Yeah, I'm zoned in and I'm pumped to really, I'm really pumped to, to expand on that. So thanks for asking. Thank you for asking that. Yeah. I love how many levels uh, you're leveling up here. There's a lot of room for opportunity and I act, sorry to cut you off, Kristen, but Mm. I, I agree with you. Like why be in a rush to pump out another book when you can still refine what you have play around with that for a little while I mean that will set you up for the next thing that you put out or whatever yeah and it's like what you know we're talking about leveling up what am I really leveling up by just releasing another book like well okay I know how to write a book now I can make some changes that I felt I need to make for the next one but really what am I doing that's really leveling up there? I'm just, I have another book. Well, I think with the audio portion of it, well, now I am leveling up because I'm yeah. I'm working on my sound, my voice. I'm working on stage presence for, you know, for shows. Yeah. Um, you know, working with the audio side, the, the producer and DJ, understanding like, okay, this is where you have to be with voice and how it, it can hit and land into people different, whether it's something that's super emotional and maybe upsetting or heartfelt, or maybe, you, you know, you want to be in their face with it, with a mm-hmm. really big message. I'm just so, I'm really stoked for it. So yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'm not, my like secondary book, I'm not even, it's not even, that'll come when it, and it happens. Yeah. yeah. So no rush, no rush. Ravi, what just came to my mind, I have to let you know something. So, you know, on Spotify, when they, you're listening to a music video and they're showing you a clip. Mm-hmm, yeah. So we need a video of you because that's going to be like a video producer poetry. Cause it's pretty much combining visual and sound. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's going to be bigger than you think I can see you not only like I said you know on the stage but a music video style incorporating the poetry and then the sound of that music is just gonna be so badass oh yeah yeah for sure there's just it's I'm just really pumped for it yeah I didn't even really think about that but yes hey if you need some raw babes in the background we'll be there (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Oh my God. No, I'm, I'm just answered. Yeah. (laughs) But no, like I can see it. I can feel it. Um, go for it. Just keep going, use what you have and, and keep the other book there. Cause it's going to just present itself. Like you said, when it, when it's time in, in the next moment, when it's, when it's up. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm just, you guys are getting me more excited. So how much room for activities? <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, you're right. 
funny. So can we can we drop some poetry, some rhymes? Can you just put that hat on and um Yeah, sure. Spit out so, some shit. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. Um so I guess I could probably comment on the process. Sometimes it's just a word, sometimes it's a thought, and I'll text it to myself quickly or I'll write it in the morning and expand on it later and sometimes I just think of a really interesting line, like, oh, that's a dope line. Let me write this line down and I can build a poem around it for some reason. And that's kind of how they evolve. And sometimes it takes me weeks. And I think it's important that people perhaps realize that, you know, when you, when I, when I post things or when I share things like, you know, it may be such a small poem, like, you know, eight lines or 12 lines or whatever it may be, but, that is crafted with like really a lot of intention, a lot of thinking behind it. It's not, I, I can't say I'm, I'm a natural that it just would completely flow out and that's it. It's done. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of refining that goes in there, but I love the, I do love the editing process because you can, you can really hone in on what your message is and make some really killer lines. And I love that part of it too. So um you, you know what else I think is going to happen potentially? What's I that? think, well, I know even for us, I was like, it would be cool if you did poems for people about people or about their craft or. Bro, Kristen, you Robin. and I, I just are fucking like. We're just so telepathy. I was kind of thinking the same thing. I'm like, yeah. wouldn't it be cool yeah. if you went online and just asked people, hey, you got your favorite quote or something that you think you came up with yourself or whatever and you guys are like tapping into my brain right now (laughs) so uh, sometimes when I would say I'm stuck or I just like a little challenge I'll just put out in my Instagram stories like give me a word and that happened maybe two weeks ago I asked and I got like I don't even know 35 40 words and I've just been writing poems and posting them for people that gave me the word and tagging them and saying hey here's your word it's in a poem along with five other people's words or whatever. And so a lot of the last recent ones have been words that people gave me. And for me personally, um, when I do these more local shows and markets and stuff, that's also the goal is that they will then be able to take a, a word or drop a word into a jar and there'll already be a bunch of words. And then you pull one out and then on my typewriter, I'm gonna write you a poem with that word real quick. Um, but in terms of, you know, for businesses or or for people personally, yep, I just started. Um, so the first few people have kind of, I haven't really advertised this or broadcast this, but there's been a few people that I've reached out to and said, hey, do you want, you know, a personalized poem for your business or, you know, whatever your message is for your business is or you personally? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we sure. do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Like <laughs> I can just see this creation of like your voice and the poem and then us doing a reel to it. Uh, oh my God. You could be our intro. Yeah, I already I thought that, Tiffany. Oh my God. Our intro for our podcast. You're hired. You're hired. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> cool? Awesome. Just collaborating. Well, see, and this is where again I need to shift a little bit because you guys are talking sound there too. And That's in my weird. mind, 
I was thinking, okay, I'm going to typewrite these out and send them in a nice frame for people to have in their business or their homes. But look at you guys. No, no. I want the sound to your voice. And this yeah. is the big shift that I need to think about because it's just not something that I've ever done. You know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, banging out poems here, but I don't think about that part. So thank you for bringing that up. You're in the right community. Brother. Yes. And you're so supported and to collab mm. for us to collaborate. How beautiful is that? Like, this is, we're like, you know, let's push the limit. Let's keep pushing it. And of course, having it in your typewriter is important too. frame. That's beautiful. That's just another piece. <laughs> so everybody yeah. watching right now, you are seeing the blueprint and this magic unfold, like right in front of your eyes. This is not <laughs> behind the scenes. It's this true. Is how it works. This is how it works. Yeah. And, and, um, and yeah, it's all sort of coming together in that, in that space for me, like barter, it's contacted me about doing something and working with them would be super special because you know i love those guys and and so it but it's all coming together with with this sort of sound along with the word and it just you know we're talking about sort of echoes and vibrations going out a little bit further and as opposed to read as opposed to just written word that you read but then it it, it would it would fade a little bit you know whereas the sound you know, can keep vibrating when people, you know, keep sharing these reels, for instance. Um, and so I, I love that because all I want is for, for people to read my stuff and, and, or listen to my stuff, see the reframe there. And, and so um, I'm excited. Like I'm so, I'm so pumped and, and this is all like a catalyst for that and coming here, like good vibes. Right. So it's just, hell yeah. I, yeah. So hey, if you're if your uh, surroundings aren't lifting you up, then they're pulling you down, brother. That's right. That's yeah. right. So and um, I love. Sorry to interrupt. No. Kristen, you no. It's just it was crazy. It just came to my mind because I don't yeah. know if you know. Raw babes is raw awake women, but raw backwards is war, and it's like raw awake women help tame the war within, but mm. in another way. Like That's so good. I know it just came to me. So I'm like, I want to give you this stuff, like all of it. And then you're just going to go nuts with it. Oh I'll, yeah. I'm going to go bananas with it. Yeah, totally. Banana I, love lens. It. I, can't I love wait. it. Okay. I let's hear your goods. Let's, let's, sh <laughs> let's show you so to the world. You're let's, oh my God. <laughs> so, um, I love reading when, and so I've been on a few podcasts and I love them because Every time I come on, I get an opportunity to read a poem that I haven't read uh, at a show or haven't read at a, you know, a specific podcast or even um, you know, on a reel or anything. So it gives me that time. So I appreciate you guys. So I'll read this one because it goes along with what we've been talking about, uh, about kind of finding purpose and stuff in a way. So uh, if for people don't, that maybe aren't following or, or don't haven't read my, read my poems, I don't say the title till the end. Um, and I encourage you, if you do get the book, um, don't read the title first because <laughs> it's at the bottom of every poem. And it, and it kind of gives away some of it. I'd rather you read the whole poem and then read the title at the end because sometimes that, that title just adds that extra at the end it could be like a twist or it could be something really impactful that you want to read sometimes it's a rhyme that rhymes with the last word so 
I just want to encourage people to, can we to guess don't... before you say the name of the poem. Can we guess what it is? Before you you could. It? Yeah, you could. Okay, so here we go. I didn't know I wasn't ready and certainly didn't deserve, but I extorted the universe anyway and unwisely tried to reserve a sacred love before I put the work in, before I had properly served. So God kept close tabs on me. A sense of alarm kept me unnerved. Eventually falling asleep, I died and that gave rise and birth to a man with a new sense of purpose for being on this earth, a man who is sorry for everything, for all your pain and all your hurt. He'll have to live with this price of awakening for all that it's worth. That's that one. Nice. Uh, Any guess on the title? Something came up for me. Uh, purpose, purposeful man. Mm, that's interesting. This one's called Internal Alarm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> internal, <laughs> internal alarm. Internal alarm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the I way that, that you way that you say it <clears throat> has that rhyme and has it's that flavor. So it only makes Thank sense you. for you to read your own poetry. Thank you so much. I, again, I'm so thankful that you guys give me an opportunity to read. This is just like, yeah. And some of these poems I haven't read in a while. So it's kind of like an interesting, ah. yeah, because I, I kind of stick with, you know, quote unquote favorites, but uh, <laughs> I like you, just kind of. What is your most favorite right now? Yeah. Uh, I like one that's, uh, well, personally, I, I do like it because it's, I just spent so much time on it. It's not necessarily, I guess you could call it a, a, a warning, if you will, perhaps a call to action, but more of a warning uh, about what's happening in the world. And so it's not necessarily one that would, uh, you know, I don't know, it wouldn't be uplifting, but, you know, this book is not, fully like that it's it's it is a story that will uplift by the end of it but there are certainly there's certainly poems in here that are like ooh. so if you want i can read you one of those mm -hmm. yeah let's get real you've got the control you've got the wheel all right here we go no one cares about deep meaning or the big picture to change perspective we just download photo filters Phone apps to circle jerk edited bodies and curvatures. Mass praise for hot asses. Everyone else is a flat earther. More screen time for whom we pine. Opined as scripture. So gorgeous the lies. Even God and truth are unsure. A tormented society. Past fermented. We're overcultured. Echoes of James Blake retrograde and sad overtures. Cage wild animals turn replicants in Blade Runner. Herded into high-rise buildings and neon structures. Camouflaging real pain. Hiding true hurt from others. Going through the motions and drowning even further. Documenting emotional stress is the new life preserver. Self-loathing brings in traffic and trends much better. Electric zebras on a reality show filmed by Fincher. Following blindly off a cliff for social media splendor. This one's called Dazzle. Wow. I, I really love this one 
because um, it speaks to social media and that kind of culture of, you know, we hide our pain, but then when we want to express our pain, uh, sometimes when people will do that for fame and for likes and clicks. And, and so uh, I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about how, you know, everyone's using photo filters and, 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 you know, I love the fact that we're just raw and unscripted here and that's the way it should be. And um, I, but I do love the title too, which is so interesting because I call it dazzle. And I love, this is why I love the craft so much in poetry, you know, at, at face value, dazzle just means, you know, uh, sparkles and brighten and whatever, but actually dazzle is a group of zebras. And oh. I didn't, I didn't know that. So when I talk about electric zebras on a reality show, you know, falling off a cliff altogether, just for social media splendor, I didn't know, like I looked up. Yeah. So I was like, zebras are in there. And then I'm like, well, what's a good word for all this? Well, dazzle. But then I looked up, what's a group of zebras called? Oh, shit, it's dazzle. Oh. Like, so it's kind of like, okay, how, how am I going to title this? Oh, my God, group of zebras, dazzle. This is perfect. So I, I really love that one. Um, um, you know what, what else? Crazy. Yeah. When I think of a zebra, I think of a jail cell. And what back in the day people in jail would mm. be wearing was white and black stripes whoa i didn't even think of that that's so interesting so, like the bars too that's right like even just the bars that's right and then they're caught in a jail cell which is they're caught within themselves and they're mm. stuck in a cage and in jail where it's like the roof is completely open and they can climb out at any time but they don't because yeah. they can't see it they can't see past themselves and that's like the filters and all the things yeah, it's so and interesting. One other crazy thing. So since since I was, I don't know, like in my 17, 18s, I always heard and the word circle jerk. Yeah. So you <laughs> fucking pick out of every poem to read on our show, because Tiffany and I say circle jerk <laughs> all the time. Ravi all the time. I've even said it on like DMs and I my the response I get is like, what did you just say to me? Like circle jerk. I was like, oh yeah, that's like how we talk. This know. is normal for us. <laughs> that's and, so funny. and because we've held so many circles and healing <laughs> events, we'll just be like, oh, that's I'm like, oh my God, that's just a circle jerk. And yeah. we always say this and you could actually poem. mean both. Well, it's usually like, uh, you know, coming back full circle too. like, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I know this person, this person. And then all of a sudden everybody just, yeah, that's a circle jerk too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. And I love that about um, poetry. Thank you. Is that you have these sort of inter interpretations of and how you, how it lands for you. Mm. And you know, it's so interesting because obviously the, the zebra and their pattern, it's camouflage. So we we wear we wear these skin layers so people don't see our real selves. But then also but then we also complain that, you know, we don't get attention. So that's why I love this poem, because you have zebras, right, like humans being zebras with the skin and no one can see you. And the only way to get attention is well, I guess I'll just jump off a bridge and maybe somebody will film it, mm. you know, and I, and I don't want to trigger anyone, but that's, that's really what that point is. It, it, I will do anything to get attention, 
But at the same time, all you really need to do is kind of shed that skin. Yeah. It, it give us the, the real goods instead of doing all that. So there's a lot of, I love the layers in that one. So thank you for um, letting me read. I don't normally read um, the last poem in the book, but it is one of my favorites. Yeah. So. And it's special <laughs> for our show. We're just yeah, not, we're not like anyone else. Yeah, I don't know how much time we have to, yeah. to read, but uh, maybe I'll read one before that, and then I'll read that one as like a one to send off. Um, yeah, I. So, and again, if people are interested in the book, there's like if you go to Amazon, there's like a preview page, and you can see the first two poems uh, in the book. And I, love, I fucking love the first two poems because they're just <laughs> intros. And if it's like you don't want to go further, that's fine. Don't buy the book. But it's like a it's like a dear reader. Here you go. This is what's going to be in this book. You win or you out. And I so if they just want to read the first few poems to see what the style's like, go for it. Like there's a free preview. I think the um, disclaimer. That's your disclaimer. That's your like yeah. weeding through the weeds, as Tiffany would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, yeah, you know what? I'll just read. I'll just read that. I'll just read one of those. Yeah. So okay, here we go. We're taking this book old school, raw connection over sentence size. It's soul food, a cold hard brew. You can taste the idioms and rhymes, writing that puts you in the mood, letting loose inhibitions to give rise to the rebel inside, a good excuse to run stark naked in the woods outside. Skinny dip into a knowledge pool, head first in search for reasons why. Drink words from a fountain of youth, quench the thirst that frees your mind, a non-linear journey to your prelude. Invoked by thought-provoking lines, poetically probed until you conclude there's pleasure in the ill-defined and explicit lyrical design to produce a mental and spiritually induced high. But before it's all misunderstood and the author gets much maligned, here's a warning should you choose to unleash the divine beast inside. Language used may be foul for a few who devour this feast for the eyes. Reader discretion advised. What so good, and you said <laughs> raw, you said raw, come on, yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, that's like a little tidbit just to get you know, because I understand some of the words might trigger people. Um, you know, there is some political undertone in some of the poems, not a lot. I didn't want this to be a Twitter rant, like, I don't like that's not going to do anything right now. In the, Are you on Twitter? I, I am just because it's fun, but. In terms of like rants, I, it, I didn't want to make a book about that kind of stuff. We're really, it's a divisive world. It's, um, you know, there's, it, it, it's just tribal. And I didn't, I didn't feel like I wanted to be super loud and just, you know, why would I want people to throw the book on the ground or whatever? Um, I want people to feel by the end of it uplifted. And if you don't agree with some of the messaging, I understand. But what I say is, you know, you may not agree with everything I say, but you might like the way I said it. <laughs> so, right so have a read and you might kind of like it um so yeah i'll read one more and this is this is also one of my favorites it, it is uh the last the last poem and it does give you a kind of a full circle of 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 where you've come from and um like i said there are some some somber ones some somber poems and some stuff that's pretty raw and my story in there is not different than others, but it's there. 
and there is some in-your-face stuff, but eventually, if you kind of read it, um, you'll see the path that's going on. But here you go. Painting in darkness and shadows got you hurt and confused. Splashed from a journey of chaotic element and color values. A minor setback. Unbeaten paths are what you still choose in order to find the yellow road of starry cosmic molecules. So it's up, up through a violent, violet vernacular vacuum, a vortex of hunter green, higher speeds and higher altitudes, filled with pollock-coated drips and subtle gray Monet hues, a splattered squall off the coast mixed with purple blues. It spits you toward a golden landscape, home in God's womb. There's meaning past the crimson sun, you fly right through. A geranium maverick orange infuses you as your own muse, set ablaze, a glazed blend of urban and spiritual Kathmandu, not dying or dead, but an animal licking blood-red wounds. You look down, then within, and feel grounded in hard truths. Click, click, you're still in Kansas. The storm was inside you. Answers never too far away. You were wearing the clues. Ruby shoes. Wow. I love, love. Thank you. Yes. You were wearing the clues. You yeah. were wearing the clues. Holy shit. Yeah, the whole time. And I and you'll know when you read the book and it, I, I I love film. I don't love Hollywood, but I love film. And, and Wizard of Oz is definitely one of my favorite movies. And Hell just yeah. a, there's so much <laughs> in it. It's like dark and twisted too, yeah. along with all the kind of fun stuff. But um, so, yeah, I really wanted to to end on that and so it's interesting because the picture is you know you think ruby shoes oh they go high heels but actually um it's just like some sneaks there so, yeah uh, converse let's go yeah and so the uh the art in the book by the way i should mention my sister did all the art in the book um oh. and, and that was like one of those things where it was so funny because we were in a coffee shop i was working on my writing and she does kind of uh, graphic design stuff a little bit and patterns and and I'm like thinking to myself, who the fuck is going to do the art for my book? And I'm like, just like thinking, I'm like, and I'm like looking up at her while she does. I'm like, and I've been thinking about this for months. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, she's like, do you want to hang? I'm like, yeah, okay, let's hang. And we're hanging, having coffee, just doing our thing. And I'm like, hey, do you want to do the art for my book? She's like, all right. And I was like, hey, here's the first poem. Um, can you draw? It was, uh, I, I think it's called Empty Nest. Empty Nest. I'm like, can you draw a nest? like a cool nest in the way you do it. And she's like, like this. And like, like a few minutes, like, yeah, that's what wow. I need. Can you do the rest of the book that I need? She's like, yeah. So yeah. it was so fun. And so we got, I got a chance to work with my sister and that was cool yeah. getting us closer and working on the, on the, the creativity there. So that was, that was super special. So um, yeah, I, I just, I hope people uh, enjoy the read and uh, something they can take something from it. They, like I said, even if they don't resonate with with uh, some of the political stuff, if, if you know uh, the aversion to that. But I think for the other stuff, it's like it's just it's life. It's 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 a, someone's story. It's my story, and it should be able to resonate with many people because it's 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 not yeah. It's it may be uniquely said, but it's not uniquely it, it's not unique you people have heard these stories before but in the way i say it i hope that it's interesting and fun too yeah yeah
yeah you know it's what coming beautiful. out with the passion you will just attract whoever you attract and they'll be the right people anyways i to used to really about, yeah. yeah to worry about all the naysayers and those who don't agree you're right like of course but that does not need to be their your disclaimer you just have to trust and if you don't fucking like it take a hike like yeah well and you're not I, gonna be everybody's fan like i don't know i right? wanted to i wanted to help the cause too in our fight for free you know freedom of expression i'm big on that obviously as a writer like this is a big deal for me so when censorship starts to happen and i see it happen with you know the convoy and i start to hear you know with other people being canceled i'm like oh shit i better i want to write something to kind of like help the cause here so that's why I wrote it, and um, this is my ode to, to, to freedom. I suppose you could say, but it's also an ode to writing, the process, and and it's my life story. So, it's yeah, if, and um, I also view it as something as a gentle nudging too. So for those people that are still kind of like a little bit sleepy, maybe this nudge will help you kind of wake up to what's going on in the world. Although even though it's it's hard to imagine people are still kind of sleeping to what's happening. Um, there are, and, you know, screaming doesn't work anymore. As you guys know, it, it doesn't work. And so, and, and, and clearly proof doesn't work and pictures don't work and stats don't work and nothing's working. And so uh, I didn't want to make a book that was specifically just, like I said, a rant. It's, it's not going to do anything. No. So I want Make it more softer um, with some hard hitting poetry in there, too, but soft enough that people would go, hey, that actually that's a good point or whoa, mm -hmm. interesting. I didn't think that, you know, mm -hmm. so. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like you got to skim the surface a little bit for those who have not seen the full spectrum of the picture yet. Mm -hmm. It's almost mm -hmm. like it would be a disservice to just put it all on the table. It yeah. wanna, you want to keep the wonder and keep the curiosity alive. And I think with the subtleness, not so subtle. So the not so subtle will attract the right people, but the subtleness will gain that traction of curiosity and soft hardness because there is a lot of love in it. And seeing your passion, I, I'm so glad you just added that part of your why because that was the that was part of that what was missing out of this whole conversation was your mm. why and where why you are so passionate and just he hearing you say that just says it all really there's a lot of wonder why and a lot of questioning and maybe we need to step into our power into our own passions and worry about this vessel in the way that you did so you can step into your passion Yes. Find your purpose a little bit. Question things. Question everything. Let yeah. Yeah. Right? And question, question your own life and your That's own existence. That's right. Sure. Yeah. I, I love that um, there, it was a lot of darkness in the last few years, but, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm blessed that I was able to do this. Like it, it all sort of came together that way. And we got a lot of work to do in our world for sure. And we're all coming yeah. together community wise. But I think the more people that wake up to their own, passion their own their own um purpose oh my god it's gonna be unstoppable well yeah. ravi sarah said this perfectly on stage if if that those last years did not we're not gonna give it power right now but we are in a sense that we're almost should be grateful for it because if it didn't happen we wouldn't have com 
got together as a community. We wouldn't mm. have met. Yeah. It wouldn't have surfaced our, our shit so that yeah. we could see that this is not the be all end all. There's got to be more. What parts of me have I've not been looking at? What yes. parts of me can I get real with? Let's step into the authenticity. And that's where the creative juices come in because now you're trying new things. You're learning more about yourself. You're practicing self-care, self-love. That's where the passion comes through. The, the purpose comes through. That's yeah. what brings us peace and happiness. We're not running around uh, slaughtering because, I mean, obviously we don't live in those back, back in the days, but I mean, slaughtering online, speaking with hate, with mm -hmm. the separation and, and creating more war outside of what we already got to deal with mm. inside of us. Let's yeah. fucking deal with what's happening in our heart first, mm. instead of spitting hate and more separation. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's a beautiful job, Ravi. I'm so fucking pleased to have had you on the show and I'm honored. I'm honored to be a part of this growth process with you. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. Oh, thanks for saying surfacing the shit. That was a really good visual. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what it is. And it just reminded me of one of the poems I wrote in there called Shitstorms. So yeah. There you go. yeah, enjoy the ride. <laughs> so yeah, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. So I think yeah. I think we're we're in the right direction and we're coming together. I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm so I'm so jacked for this. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um Okay. I'd like to pull a card for you. Okay. If I have your permission, which I know I do. And um, yeah, thank you for just being you and answering the call and saying yes. And, you know, going through the darkest time of your life to find your light. That's what it's all about. You found your light and now you get to share it with the world. It's such a good feeling. Thank you. So Thank good. You. Yeah. Good job. Okay. So let's see. Um, any and all message that needs to come through for Ravi to please come through for your highest and best. Good. And I like to just let the card fall out. So okay. I don't I don't manipulate shit. This is all energy. So uh this is messages from heaven communication cards. Okay. And I like to say heaven, but it's right here. It's on this dimension. Our loved mm -hmm. ones, our spirit team are with us. There we go. Okay. I knew there was two. I was like, I'm not going to stop shuffling until card number one. <laughs> Continue to grow by seeking new knowledge. We applaud your efforts. And it's number 43. So 43 for me and Tiff is just a very powerful number. <laughs> and it's cool because here's you know, the seeds, planting seeds and watching yeah. it grow and everything that you've planted since a couple of years ago is now coming into form. So don't ever underestimate your darkness. And when you can't see what's being birthed under the ground, like the root of a tree, it has to go fucking deep to be able yeah. to withstand the test of time and the growth to reach the unknown. Yeah. Yeah. So <sighs> this is so powerful. And then the next one <laughs> is 22. <laughs> what the hell? 
what were we just talking about? Take the time to pamper yourself or let others take care of you. Mm. We were talking about this before we started recording on getting grounded. Tiffany pulled that card, doing your self-care, self-love and pausing to really connect. And I'm going to read what these, they're just beautiful messages, even though I've already pretty much said it, but we'll read. Okay. Training, lessons, classes, courses, and exams. Read, listen, and learn. We never stop growing, and even the most educated of us are learning new things every day. Each of us has our own individual skills and abilities. We are all unique. Everyone is good at something. So if you're not sure what your skills are, keep looking. Your loved ones are proud of your efforts to keep learning and growing. They say, we support your continued striving to learn new things. We are proud of your growth. Oh, awesome. And number 22. Here we go. Go on and spoil yourself. You deserve it. It's all very well helping others, but balance comes when you treat yourself with the same kindness. Do something lovely for yourself. It's your turn, Ravi. Your loved ones say, indulge in a luxury treatment or find a way of pampering yourself. Give your body the care it craves. Mm. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we did. We did. There's a lot of tools to pick from. Yeah, And you can bring them in seasonally. Some you're going to be attracted to some more than others. And for those listeners, what we're saying is like the tools of self-care. We've there's so many. There's so many out there. We were talking about sound ba- sound bathing. That's that's one. If you like nature walks, journaling, um, swimming, I mean, anything that bathing. actually brings joy into yeah, and it raises your frequency is the way I like to describe it because sometimes we can get lost in the joy part if we're still stuck in the distractions and what we were talking about earlier. So I feel like anything that would help raise your frequency would be the best way to describe any of those tools. And there's just so many. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Thank you. Thanks for pulling those. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Thank your team. They wanted to communicate and know what you really need to push you further and Mm. to really break through the next ceiling because that's what you're doing. Yeah. I look forward to really connecting more with the community and, and making this happen for, for yeah. not only myself, but for others too. So really awesome yeah. to be. Thank you. Yeah. And we'll, <laughs> we'll get you back on the show when you've got your little uh, performance together. Oh, some sound. Let's do that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Pumped. And um, if you just want to share where people can uh, see your stuff, um, your yeah. social yeah, so my main uh, social is Instagram, RK Gandhi, and uh, it's a very unique layout. So I hope people appreciate the time I've taken to curate that. And I just, it's really inviting, and I hope you enjoy the poetry. And I post uh, quite a few times a week, like three, four times a week, uh, different poems. And, you know, um, and then now I'm doing more reels, and, and hopefully you enjoy those. You can also go to my website. It's redpillrhymes.com. And you can learn more about me and the book. And you can purchase the book on Amazon, uh, any Amazon uh, location, I guess. 
depending on your country. Um, yeah, and the Kindle's coming out in November. So if you're into ebooks, that'll be available uh, awesome. in November. So, and yeah, stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that Yay. Spotify. Woohoo, uh, we're excited. Yeah. And quick cool. question. Red, red oh, pill. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say before we sign off, um, if there is this magic message that you could, if you could think of something to give our audience, something mm. that lives deep and close to your heart, what would be the either quote or advice you would give people? Uh, what's really resonating right now with me is um, the idea that you know, it's a roomy quote, and he says that if darkness has surrounded you and that's all you see, um, perhaps you're the light. So that really is very simple, but I think sometimes we forget this. And mm -hmm. well, in our world right now, it's a crazy time. And, and you open up social media, you see a lot of things now, especially what's happening in the Middle East and things. I think it's important to understand that with all the darkness that's that's here, um, you are you are the light, and you can be the light. And um, I'm just I really hope that people take that message from the book, but also on a personal level, just understand that because um, there's a the, this we're just filled with so much darkness right now, and we really need to be. Um, be understanding that we 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 are the light we can be the light um so yeah that's sort of say that's beautiful no we we say that in so many other ways but you said that in such a beautiful poetic way yeah. <laughs> i wish you could take credit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes cool thank you thank so you. much for being here oh yeah my pleasure we'll chat soon Yes. Right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Much love. Bye.